0: What's true today might not be true an hour, a day, or a month from now. I'm going to give you the truth straight. No chaser. Glad to have you aboard. Let's get it. Welcome to episode 69 of Jacques Talk. Jean-Jacques Taylor joined by my boy Big Joe and the Big Rig. We hope you are prepared to be entertained and dazzled for the next hour. So as we get into the five plays that shape the Super Bowl, little Mike Zimmer talk. And then, you know, with Valentine's Day coming up, we got to take care of you on that tip. And then Joe got a controversy he wants to talk about. That being said, 69 dog. anything come to mind?
1: Phil Derek. Phil Pazderick. <laughs> Roger that. Or Bruce Colley, Boy. UTA. The 49ers, Bruce Colley from UTA.
0: I don't even. You don't remember I him, but you're going to.
1: You remember, he was a big was he tackle. A center? He was a big tackle from UTA. Him and uh, Tim McHare came from UTA.
0: Just, just stop. I, remember, I don't even heard of Bruce Collie. Yeah, well, I guess some guy is. Did he play? Who did he play for? San Francisco. Him
1: and Tim McHare played for the 49ers. You know, a,
0: okay, let me tell you. This. See, Joe does this to me, Ordinarily, I would not do this. I have an image of a Bruce Collie in my head. That image comes from a 1975 Topps football card. I'm going to see if the image in my head matches the football card. I don't know that it will, but now I'm in, I'm intrigued. Yeah, nah, I,
1: he was 69 for the
0: 49ers. Nah,
1: year. go ahead.
0: Nah, this is not the guy I was thinking about, but I I'm so impressed. Well, you know, at one point he wore 68 for the 49ers, and at one point he wore 69. Yeah. So I'm impressed. I'm impressed by all of that because I never heard of Bruce Collie. I was thinking more of a uh, Dallas Cowboys friend of mine, even though it's kind of a spare player, was uh, George Hegerman. Big dude. Uh, Big
1: George Hegerman. George Hegerman
0: was one of the biggest dudes I had ever seen. Yes, indeed. Uh, he like 6'7, 3'30. Yeah. Or maybe 350. Yeah. He, I, was, I mean, he was a huge man and uh he uh once he stopped playing he did uh he, he did a lot of work at uh the NFLPA and then for a while he was in charge of uh football operations probably for about 3 or 4 years for at uh, IMG uh the football part you know one of the best high school football programs in America and he was down there running that football program uh but uh, there's our number
1: 69 I saw him at uh Valley I saw him at Valley Ranch when when I went out there yeah. that time with you and uh I got to see Dion. I got to see a lot of players. Charles Haley, Dion, Him and Chad Hennons was two of the bigger people I ever seen.
0: Yeah, but Chad Hennons had a six-pack. And, you know, George was his B. And I don't know how they got Chad Hennons. I
1: don't know how the Air Force got Chad Hennons in an A-10, but they did. Uh,
0: What you got to do right now, because time is running out. I was going to do it today, but the demand has been so high uh, for these Maverick tickets that I'm going to bless y'all with an extra 24 hours. So we're going to do the drawing tomorrow morning. All right? And uh, do it bright and early, so you got time to uh, tell your significant other, your homeboy, whoever you go into the game with, that you won these Mavericks tickets. But to enter for the drawing that I'm going to do tomorrow morning is, all you got to do is go to YouTube, go to The Real Jacques Talk, subscribe, like, leave a comment. All you got to do to register, subscribe, like, leave a comment, at the Real Jacques Talk on YouTube. That registers you for the tickets. Go look up where the seats are. Section 115, row H, seats one and two. Seats are fantastic, all right? I've sat in them. My dude has sat in them. They're fantastic. So you'll enjoy that on Valentine's Day night. That's all you got to do to register. Remember, you can find me on Twitter, at JJTJournalist. I am Jean-Jacques Taylor is the handle. And then uh, you can always find us on IG at the Real Talk. And so, um, you know, I, I, uh, I was reminded of this the other day. If you're ever involved in an accident and if somebody else is negligent, somebody else messed up and you have been hurt, what you got to do ASAP is get on the phone and call 972-934-8900. Screening law. Pick up the phone. You simply say, hey, here's the situation. Here are the details of what happened to me. And I'm telling y'all, man, they bring you on as a client. It's been a fantastic day for you. And here's why. They take care of everything. Literally everything. They ride with you. Because whenever you're going up against somebody else's insurance company, that thing can be tedious, can be intimidating, can be long, can be scary. There's a lot of things going on because you don't feel like you're in control all the time. Greening Law puts all that at ease for you. Seriously. They ride with you. Who don't want somebody riding with you? The other thing that they do is because they take care of everything for this reason. They want you focused on two things, healing and renewal, all right? Because they want you to get your mind right and get your body right, and then get your life back. Start living it the way you used to live it before you got hurt. And the way they do that is you need a doctor. They take care of that for you, set up an appointment for you. You need a specialist. They take care of that for you too. They take care of every single solitary thing you need. Why? They want you to focus on healing and renewal. Get your mind right, get your body right, get your life back. And that's what they do at Greening Law. Now, I like to tell you all the time, real talk, you ain't gotta take my word for nothing. You can go to greeninglaw.com. You can see all the awards that they've won on the website. You can see what people say about Robert Greening, the owner. You can hear all that. You can read all that. You can see all that. And then, when you're involved in an accident, and it doesn't matter whether it's in the car, you're at a place of work, a business, What you got to do is call 972-934-8900. Now that you've had some time to think about the Super Bowl, bro, is it uh, – and this came up the other day or yesterday because I was listening to a few things. Was it a great game or was it a great finish?
1: Man, that's a good question.
0: I think it was a great
1: game. I mean, you See, know I thought the, it was
0: a great game too.
1: The peaks and valleys, man. If you if you the Chief fan and and they ain't got it together right away and you know you know, would you want do you want to blow out or do you want you you know, do you want to be sitting there bummed out going, Man, damn, I don't know, I don't know and then all of a sudden they get it together and they win. That's what make a great game to me. So yeah, it was a great game. I don't I don't I ain't gonna dissect it like that and say, oh, I was just a great finish. It was, <laughs> it was a great game.
0: No, I, I thought it was a, um, I thought it was a, a, a really entertaining game. And uh, so I was interested to hear some of the comments from people. Say, I ah, it was aight, and it, it didn't have this, and didn't have that. I think what happened is we get so used to instant offense and spectacular offense because all the rules are tailored to offense. Sometimes you forget there's beauty in the struggle of a good defense or two good defenses making that other team struggle, making that other team do things that they don't want to do. Yep. And uh, I thought it was a really even game, uh, for the most part, despite the ebb and flow. And like I, re- I read something yesterday that said, uh, you know, Pat Mahomes was pedestrian. He didn't even play that good the first three wow. quarters. Like, and you know, my point for for that is always: Did Pat Mahomes play bad, or did San Francisco defense get after him and create instances where you know San Francisco defense played good and that made him look bad? For a period of the game. Because um, I wasn't sitting there going, oh, Mahomes is, you know, terrible. He's not, he's missing guys who are wide open. I didn't get that feel. I thought San Francisco defense was just playing good. Uh, they've had a good defense at, at various times for most of this year. So, um, yeah, you afraid. know, the score that I picked, 24, huh? No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I said the score that I picked, twenty four twenty 20 was because really I thought it would be a defensive game. Yeah. More or less.
1: Yeah. Well, it was the figure it out type. It was the it was the it was the beauty of center, of, of of the Chiefs figuring it out. You know what I'm saying? They, they right. struggled and then they figured out. All right, this is what we need to do. And they ran the same damn play at the goal line. They ran like three times in you know, other Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? The corn dog that that motion is is crazy. You know, where the guy looked like that's he's going. That's how I play to stop. Well, it looked like he's going all the way across the formation, and then he stopped. Well, by the time everybody recognized he's going across the formation, it's like, okay, switch, switch, switch. And it's, it's, it's a it's habit. It's ingrained in in, in in players to pass a guy off that's going in motion. As soon as they feel that, right. switch, 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 then he stopped and he pivot the other way. That's crazy, man. But They keep getting them, though.
0: Well, that being said, we decided to give you guys – because a lot of you guys like this this uh, segment of the show. We decided to give you five plays that shaped the game. Because a, I didn't realize this, man. I just looked it up. There's 150 plays in this game. That's a lot of plays. Most games, I realize it went to overtime. Most games have about 115 to 125 plays in it. Yeah. Or maybe 120 to 130 plays, most games. So if them going to have 150, that's a big number. Obviously went to overtime. And these are not always the most biggest plays that everybody remembers, uh, but these are some plays that I believe, when I went back and looked at the game, really shaped the game uh, that we might not be talking about because they got lost in the shuffle, just a little bit. But, uh, you know, man, it's, uh, it's interesting. This play almost made it because San Francisco starts the game and they own one uh, from the beginning. Uh, when McCaffrey goes for six. And then they get uh, the tight. End. I mean, the fullback goes for eighteen. He jumps up. He's all excited. <laughs> and then McCaffrey gets eleven. And then McCaffrey yeah. goes up the middle for eleven. And I'm like, "Damn!" Yeah. Because it's all about for me watching football all these years. Not that Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs were going to panic, because they used to playing from behind. But when you can come out and set that tone and go up seven nothing, it immediately puts the other team on edge. Like. Dang, we gotta like go do something, or we on the verge of having a problem, you know, three possessions into the game. And so when McCaffrey fumbles right then, I'm like, ah, okay, they got kind of a reprieve, and now they can catch their breath. But uh, that being said, uh, you know, 49ers go up three nothing on uh, Moody's 55 yard field goal, and then they push that lead to 10-nothing. Uh, and uh, now, did you think there was an illegal man downfield on McCaffrey's twenty-one uh, yard touchdown, which I call the worst-looking successful trick play in history?
1: Yeah, it was all over the place, right? It was, it was, uh, it was a fire drill kind of because it was like the, the throw was late and it was a long throw, and uh, yeah, yeah, I thought it was pretty raggedy. So I'm pretty sure the guy was was downfield. But sometimes them refs get caught watching the ball and seeing where stuff is and trying to get a good look at stuff. They don't see everything.
0: Well, McCaffrey scores on that trick play. Touchdown pass from Juwan Jennings, the wide receiver. It's 10-0. It's 423 left in the half. And at this point, I look at the game two ways. I'm like, well, can't if they can score, even though they haven't really done much this whole first half. If they can score, get the ball back, and start second half, figure some things out, score again, they can tie it up at 10 Perhaps they'd be ahead 14 to 10, uh, or perhaps they do neither, and now they got a real problem. And so at that point, uh, you know, they're moving the ball, and they're at the 45, but now it's third and nine after a false start. And I'm like, they're at their own 40, and all of a sudden my whole mentality switches to, if they don't convert this, they could really have a big problem because now San Francisco's going to get the ball back uh, with timeouts, and the uh, opportunity to really take control of the game. But here's what happened.
2: Right now, that side has been very disruptive. Chase Young is dominated, and you're leaving one-on-one with Bosa.
1: Bosa
2: coming around the corner. And Holmes able to slip out of it and throw against his body. He's got his man. He's got Watson for a first down at the 39-yard line. As Mahomes able to improvise, we do have a marker back yeah, th- near the line of scrimmage. This will be on Warner. I think he was holding Kelsey. So this is going to be Mahomes extending. Holding. Defense number 54. Penalty is declined. Results in the play. First down.
0: Dude, did you hear that? Bosa's free. Mahomes got away from him, threw across his body. Yeah. And gets 21 yards on the first down to Watts. Uh, Huge play. Because if you... Now, they got the holding, so maybe they got the first down. But still, picked them between 20 yards. We did it on our own and got the first down. at five yards and, you know, we still haven't really moved the ball. But I think the 21-yard pickup really got them going a little bit and uh, allowed them to uh, set up. And to me, it was a big deal, man, getting that field goal at the end of the half. We got some points on the board. uh, No Super Bowl winner has ever been scoreless at times. So now you got that uh, you know that that uh, you know you can make stats say whatever you want to but now you got that out the way. Well it's classic uh, it's classic
1: uh, it's classic Patrick Mahomes though. Do everything do everything wrong that they used to coach out of you. You know, run into <laughs> running to your right, sling that thing back to the left and boy when they say football is a game of interest, Bosa just barely missed them. One one of Dude, my one of my favorite things about making five plays when you have me get to get the audio is, is is seeing the game again, you know seeing right, right. you know when and, and, and I get to look at them five plays and kind of break them down mentally. Just a game of inches. Both, I mean, he almost got him. It's a whole different ball game, you know, if he get him. But yeah, he threw yeah, it back so. across the middle, across his body. It's Patrick, man. <laughs>
0: That's uh that's typically what football is. Uh it really is just a few plays here and there. And then when you go back and look at it, it is an inch here. I mean it's it's uh it's the beauty of the whole game to me. Mm-hmm. And uh that's why I've enjoyed it so much over the years. But uh so Kansas City's down ten to three at halftime and now they got hope. Uh now that hope almost dissipated at the start of the second half. Uh, you know, uh your boy Pacheco fumbles the pitch to start the second half, they, so they instantly got second and 22. Then Mahomes is picked off. But at that particular time, they played some good defense. They forced a punt because, to me, the game was in the balance right then. But they forced the punt, uh, and uh, they end up trading field goals. But Kansas City somehow has a lead, 13-10, going into the fourth quarter. And now we're like, well, are they going to be able to keep it or not? And that's when the game really, to me, the, the, the tautness and the, uh, the anxiety, depending on who you're rooting for, uh, really amps up. And so it's second and nine from the Kansas City 10. And uh, Purdy throws a touchdown pass to, to uh, Juwan Jennings, who makes a really nice catch and run, uh, gets into the end zone. And you know what, man? We forget that after the touchdown, you do have to do something. So you know what happened?
1: You're going to talk through the whole... Never mind, I got you. <laughs> One second on the play clock. Second and
2: nine. Purdy's pass. Caught. Jennings did it. What an effort. Breaking tackles. Now he's thrown for a touchdown and caught another. All-out pressure. The blitz is on. You're in the Super Bowl. Down to Mahomes, the defending champs. And you stare down that pressure and you take it and throw a strike. To give your team the lead. Oh, this was you know you're gonna take a hit. Watch right here. Backside, front side. But that's also a great job by Jennings. The extra effort, Jim. Mm. One-on-one. How about the gamble working out with Kittle? To Jennings. 17 of his 25 catches is Moody. Mm, extra point. Oh my goodness, no. It is blocked.
0: How big is that now? A three-point game. Wow. Do you pay attention to the extra points these days?
1: Yeah. Yeah, since people started really missing them. You know, it it, it, it seemed like um, earlier in the year, everybody was missing the extra point because it used to be just automatic. You counted it. But now, it seemed like more than ever, the kickers are missing them for for odd reasons. I
0: think – Go ahead. Well, I think that was the, uh, that was one of the better subtle rule changes that the NFL made. Took it from, like, 19 yards to 35 yards, 33 yards, which is, uh, which is not a hard kick. But it is a kick you have to think about. Yeah. And uh, I think with the old extra point in 19 yards, you don't have to think about it. You just go up there, you kick it through, win. It's not long enough for win or anything else to really affect it. And it was, like, 99.9%. Now – it's still upper 90s, but you do have to pay attention to it. Now, you know, Mr. Content Man David, former kicker at Alabama State and incarnate word, he's up there grinning uh, because we finally got some kicker talk. Uh, but that's a huge play, man, because oh. even though you scored a touchdown and you up, the difference between being up 17 13 and 16 13 is gargantuan because ain't no pressure if, if you Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs and all that needs a field goal. Oh, like, and hey, you got a terrific kicker.
1: Let me do some kicker talk right quick. Kickers are pesky. You know why? On defense, you you hold a defense, you hold an offense, and you swear they're going to punt. And a guy like Moody or a good kicker like Aubrey come out and kick a 55, 56 yard, 60 yard field goal. I mean, right. one of those is okay. We stopped them. Three of those is like we ain't doing nothing. That's what I'm saying. Good kickers are pe- <laughs> good kickers are pesky as hell. You know what I'm saying? It's like, man, uh, I, I, I thought when, every time I see a 55-yarder as a former defensive player, I'm going, damn, you just can't keep points off the board these days. You guys are booming that uh, ball.
0: And, you know, the kickers are getting better, too. And so, you know, it used to be, you know, over 50 was was, you know, maybe they get it, maybe they don't. But you got some guys in the league now, especially if you're in a dome, Fifty ain't really no big deal, man. Mm-hmm. They can they can hammer it in from fifty fifty to fifty five without really much of a problem, and it's not that hard for a lot of them in a dome to hit it from fifty five to sixty. And we saw that with uh, Brandon Aubrey uh, this year. We saw it in the Super Bowl where guys were were booming fifty yard field goals like it wasn't nothing. Um, so Kansas City drives. They try to the score up on. Uh, Bucket, Butker's uh, 24-yard field goal, and again, they trailing again because your boy Moody bangs one in from 53, and it's 19-16 with, uh, you know, a minute and some change left, but because it was just a field goal and Mahomes got the ball, I didn't really have no doubt that he was going to lead him to at least a field goal, did you?
1: No. No, they 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 was on their way to figuring out what what the, what uh, San Francisco was doing. That's part of it, man. You 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 struggle all game. The genius of having a good coach and a good quarterback, and them being on the same sheet of music is that eventually you can't fool them the whole game. It's how long can you fool them? You know. And then they okay, they started well, figuring you, things out.
0: I'm gonna ask you this: uh, Travis Kelsey, one catch, one yard, the first half. Finishes the game with nine for ninety-three. Uh in the first half, they were bracketing him. What happened in the second half?
1: They I think they started getting a lot of different matchups. And then uh Travis just Travis had the will to get open. But I don't know what the 49ers I I can we can talk about that because we got a play coming up that I really want to talk about. I don't know why they stopped bracketing him. You know, because I don't. I feel like Rice Rice was kind of making some plays, but the other guys was okay. But the 49ers got. Right. I think they got kind of blitz happy. They tried to. They tried to really get the amp the pressure up on Pat because they kind of changed their defense in the second half a little bit. You know, right. they changed yeah, because they they changed because Kansas City was changed. Kansas City was figuring out what they was doing. You know, and then the 49ers seem like they went away from cover six so much and bracketing and rushing four to trying to blitz. Uh,
0: One of those blitzes uh, resulted in the first down with 48 seconds. McKinnon goes for seven yards, caught it right out the backfield on third and two. Yeah. But then they had another third and seven with 16 seconds left. Now, this was crucial because you feel like, okay, if you don't get it, He's going to hit the 50-yard field goal. But still, it's the Super Bowl. It's the end of the game. They're all human except for Mahomes. So there is some pressure. And so uh, here's what happened on third and seven with 16 seconds left.
2: That Has him go up and out. Somebody out here. Put a guy in the flat. Flat, read high, low. Boom, boom. Third and seven. Kelsey, who else? Take off inside the 20. Down to the 10-yard line. With nine seconds
1: to go, we got an injured defender. This—that's—that's that's the play I'm talking about, though. That—that's the one where they didn't bracket him. They, he lined up on Warner. Warner didn't get a hand on right. Kelsey. Kelsey—Kelsey—Kelsey Kelsey, Kelsey did the biggest shake move. Boom! Went inside. And <laughs> he ran across her, but there was no bracket. You know, either—either either Warner missed him. Warner had another responsibility, but they quit bracketing him. And, and the biggest point in the game, they they switched their defense up, which is not bad if you're not if you're not playing Patrick Mahomes, you probably you probably gonna be okay doing that. But no, nah.
0: it, it was it was a great. play. No big res- I say you can never let a big time receiver get a free release for whatever reason yep. at a critical moment, and yep. then shake your head when he beat you because yeah. it's all about can I disrupt you just a little bit? Yeah, and if not. I mean, it's, for, for an elite receiver, I mean, it's, it's not even hard for him. Uh, I mean, if, if we talk about it, that's part of the reason, even though he's played outside a lot more this year. But that's why when CeeDee Lamb's in the slot, he's just hard because he's an elite route right runner, elite receiver, and you can't put your hands on it. That's what, uh, that's what creates problems for people. Uh, that drive ends in the game-time field goal uh, with six seconds left. Uh, descended into overtime. And again, you know you had some controversy about uh whether San Francisco should have took the ball or whether they should have uh deferred and known what they were going to do uh I can see it either way uh, I don't think it was some egregious law was broken Now I think it's bad that your players didn't know the rules um you know which is in the in the playoffs, everybody gets the ball at least once um that being said, the interesting point to this was, and maybe uh, Dan Erlowski made this point, if you're, if you're San Francisco and you let Kansas City have the ball first, not only do you know whether you need a field goal or a touchdown so you can play accordingly. Now, I thought this was really interesting, and maybe you thought about it during the game. Uh, he said, you also kind of, you don't, let me see how he said this. He said, when you get the ball second, you got four downs. He said, you don't want to give Pat Mahomes four downs. And what he's meaning for, obviously, is if you got to have a touchdown, you, you gonna, it's four-down territory as opposed to kicking a field goal. And so I thought that was real interesting that you don't ever want to give Mahomes that extra down to work with, even in this age of analytics where people go for it on fourth down uh, much more frequently than they did, than they did back in the day. Uh, that being said, man, San Francisco went on an epic drive, which was helped on 3rd and 13. Uh, the Chiefs are off the field. They've got to stop. It's an incomplete pass. They're about to get the ball in good field position. All they're going to need is a field goal. And uh, we've seen this happen with the Cowboys a thousand times it felt like this season. Uh, McDuffie gets called for holding. It's five yards. It's first down. And why I thought this was a obviously this was a huge play because you get the ball, but now, duh, you tired. It's overtime. It's a Super Bowl. You stressed out, and now we thought we was off the field. Now we got to get back on the field, and I could just feel like uh, emotionally like there's a bit of a letdown. And then they started putting that running game on them, man. And uh, I thought they were just gonna move down the field and eventually score a touchdown. Uh, what you think after that holding
1: call? Yeah, I thought they was going to score two. I, I I thought it was going to be over. You know, I, I I thought I thought we was
0: done. No, see, did you not know the overtime rule either?
1: No, nah, no, nah, not really. I then I thought about the I thought about the Josh Allen. Then I thought about how d- disappointed Josh Allen was. Then it, it made me think. Of, but you know what I'm saying. At first, I thought, okay, sudden death, right. sudden death. Then I thought, no, no, no. Right. We got That's why I call I, I call it myself the Josh Allen rule when he didn't get a chance to come <laughs> back because he right, was. Right, yeah. Right, every, right. Everybody was right. disappointed about it, you know. And that's what that's what yeah. uh, made the rule. That's why they made the rule change. So yeah.
0: Um. So they banging, man. They banging. Uh. After that, McCaffrey goes for three. McCaffrey goes for five. They hit Ayuk for eleven. He's celebrating. McCaffrey for four then you knew McCaffrey was gonna make that dude miss even though they only had a foot on the sideline. Uh, he gave him the dookie stick and he went for 24 down the sideline. And then he went for eight. And I'm just like, this looks like a video game here with McCaffrey. I don't know why they keep giving him the ball. And it was, uh, so they end up with third and four at the Kansas City nine. Biggest play of the game. And here's what happened.
2: the drive that has taken seven minutes. <laughs> So you're going to kick a field goal most likely if you don't get any yards, okay? I'm not saying that's the right thing to do yet. We'll deal with that when it comes. But this is it. Third and four. Use your legs. You saw him use it earlier with that spatial awareness. But you've got to go ahead and get a motion to get your best players off of their best players. You, right now, their two best defenders are guarding your two best wide receivers. McCaffrey in motion. They fake the handoff to him chiefs in on Purdy so fast he had to just unload it so the drive stalls at the chiefs five-yard line and it was chris jones who really broke up the play wrecked it
0: chris jones uh your boy Ayuk wide open in the middle of the field wide open like no defender within like two or three yards of him.
1: jennings was open on the right we no, but, but Brandon, we can
0: assume if Brock... Go
1: ahead. No, you go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, we can assume that that's a touchdown if Brock Purdy got time to sit back there and throw. For sure. Instead, instead, Chris Jones is on him so fast, the ball sails incomplete. He doesn't really even have a chance to really put anything on it. He just got to get rid of it. And... You know, I'm going to take a very quick exit ramp. And and here's why. Chris Jones has been a dude I've been looking at all year for one reason and one reason only. Uh, he's a terrific player. And I felt, I don't know how he felt, but I felt mad for Chris Jones all year because Chris Jones had to hold out all the training camp to try to get his money, and he still didn't get his money. I mean, he signed some little uh, deal where they gave him a pittance. I mean, something that they gave him where bottom line is he didn't get paid. And so he came back in somewhat with his tail tucked between his legs because he didn't get paid uh, what he should be paid. Now, they all make a lot of money, so I'm not saying that. But, you know, he had to fight and scrap for his money, and I hate it every time a billionaire owner makes a player who's elite at his position fight for his money. You want to you want to fight among scrubs? That makes sense to me. But elite players? Man, stop it. And so um, I was glad to see him dominate the game and at winning time perform at the highest level. And uh, his pass rush on that particular play, you know, you know, uh, was a game changer. What do you think about Chris Jones?
1: Yeah, I, I thought he was balling. He always been a baller. I mean, you talked about that before, how they how they dogged him out, how he was sitting in the stands during preseason. You know? Yeah, he, he, had, I mean, he
0: was in the luxury box.
1: Well, okay. <laughs> he, he wanted to be down on the field. You know, at some point you say, oh, they ain't going to give right. me my money. Eff it. I got to just come back right. anyway. You know, if I don't come back soon enough, I'm right, not going right. to be in shape to play this game and – and, and dominate like I usually do. So he, like you say, he just came back like, right. All right, Give me what, give me whatever y'all want to give me, what y'all think is reasonable, and begrudgingly, I'm gonna be with my boys and I'm gonna get down. You know, let's go.
0: Right. and, so. and that's really what I'm getting at. You know, it's, um, you know, that that to me is the whole deal. And so, uh, and again, he made for a normal person, he made a ton of money. But we're talking about athletes. Yeah. where quarterbacks make $55 million a year. So don't try to compare it to your salary and my salary because it ain't going to make sense to you. But we're talking about in the world that they live in, he's not playing for the money that he deserves. Uh, that being said, uh, his play on third down forces the Chiefs, to I mean, forces San Francisco to kick a 27-yard field goal. It's good. And now Mahomes got the ball, and I, I was just I, I loved it, man. Because you knew the kickoff was going to go out of the end zone. So Mahomes got the ball 75 yards away from a legacy uh, solidifying win. And, and, yes, two Super Bowls is great. But three puts you in rare air. Uh, you know, it puts you up there with Aikman, with Montana, with uh, Bradshaw, with Brady. All right? And then it really means that the only ones who have more are Bradshaw, who got four, and uh, Brady, who got seven. Or is it six? Six or seven. Um, you know, so I wanted to see him operate, man. And then Mahomes does his thing. Uh, on that fourth and one from the 34, they got the read option. Uh, he keeps the ball, goes for eight. It's the first down. And then the, they end up with another uh, third down and six situation. And you're like, in four down territory. That's what we were talking about when Orlovsky was saying you don't want to give it to him second because then he could take all four downs. And uh, you know, it's third and six at the Kansas City 46. Here's what happened. Holmes goes over 300
2: yards with that completion. He's got a third and six. They come after him and they've been up in here. I expect them to drop out this time. Have up Ahead he goes. Rice has the first down, and he's out of bounds at the forty. I don't know why you. do it. I, I love the idea of putting them all up in there and pretending, but why? 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 Mahomes can feel. He's played <laughs> long enough now. He's going to look people off to get the leverage <laughs> he wants it, and Mahomes showing why he's so hard to beat. You had a second and long, a third and long.
0: Nope. He erased that in a second.
1: So. I got two things.
0: Doug, why Tony? Why why Tony sounds so pain, man?
1: Yeah, I got two things. One is kind of, I'm I'm impressed that you pulled that play out the whole thing because it's it's kind of scary when me and you start thinking, on the same thing, you know, thinking the same thing. You know, I don't I don't want to do that. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm saying is as, 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 as I'm I'm I like that I like that play that you pulled out there because earlier we talked about how they changed defense, and Tony was like, right. <laughs> Tony was like. Oh, don't do that! <laughs> and he was like, "Why, why, why?" Because they got, they bought him up, and you you think I know they not coming? Surely they not. Surely they not bringing. It. They brought everybody, and the Chief blocked it up, and Rice ran a little crosser, and that was your ass right there. It's like what what, what yeah. why, why y'all do that? Why y'all switch up? You was taking everybody <laughs> out the game with cover six, rushing four. Chase Young was having the game of his life. We talked about how he was yeah, he underachieving. Was. He was he, he was him and Bosa. Yeah, Randy Gregory was out there playing good. That's crazy. Right, man. right, right. But uh, uh, the the pass rush was getting there, and they was disrupting. But they changed it up, and that's why Tony was like, why, 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 why? He that was some good shit from Tony right there. <laughs> you <know>, uh oh, don't <laughs> that's do that. A huge first down. Yeah. Uh oh, don't do that. You uh, know.
0: Nope. That's uh, SMU's Rasheed Rice. Richland, uh, he goes 13 yards.
1: Richland Hills, Rasheed Rice.
0: Oh, let's see. I, I forgot about that part. Yes, my sir. Yes. No, nah, I'm, they I'm just adding the first to. down at the 41.
1: I'm just adding two, my brother.
0: Oh, it's all good. Yeah. And then uh, three, six plays later, Mahomes uh, goes to uh, Hardeman in the corner of the end zone. Three yards, touchdown, legacy secured. And I I keep talking about the legacy because, again, uh, even during the game, man, I was like, it just feels like there's such a huge difference between winning three out of four and two out of four. Um, In part because it's so hard to win. Once again, man, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, two of the best to ever do it, only won it once. And the thing about it is this wasn't no great Kansas City team. No. I mean, you know, this was not one of those teams – when when the Madden Championship Edition come out, everybody running back. Oh, yeah, man. Let me go play with them 24 Chiefs. Yeah. You ain't nobody to do all of that. Yeah. Uh, they just not. You know, it's a bunch of pedestrian guys for the most part at receiver and aging Kelsey at uh, yeah, you don't want tight that. end.
1: Yeah, you don't want that Kansas City Chief. You don't, <laughs> you don't want to play Madden with that team. No, not at all. No, not at not all. Either.
0: You might want to play with, with young Kelsey and Cheetah out there. Yeah, uh, yeah. But this one, you're not young, to want to play with. And that, to me, is uh, is the greatness of this performance. Pat Mahomes, uh, I think Rumble said it, it's like watching Jordan on the football field, man. Yeah. In you know, total control. And it's different than watching Brady. You know, Brady was, was the GOAT, is the GOAT. Brady was, was a lot more surgical, uh, moving were up and down and side to side in the pocket. Uh, but Mahomes, with them crazy arm angles and all the stuff he can do running when called upon, he is a dude. Uh, they just they
1: unbelievable. B- they both get the job done, but I think what you're saying is Patrick is more excited doing it. He, look, he look, yeah. That's kind of what you were saying earlier in the week where it looked like they're having more fun. You know, the Patriots don't have no fun. But, uh, yeah, 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 Tom, Tom, yeah, Tom is Tom. You know Tom getting it done, you know. But uh, yeah, but yeah, Patrick. Yeah, Patrick. Damn, to look like Roger Staubach sometimes when he running around. You know what I'm saying? Scrambling and all of that stuff. It's just good stuff, man. Like I say, he do. He created his own style because every I, I give credit to uh, Andy Reid, who coached a lot of guys like that, McNabb and Michael Vick, and uh, now Patrick Mahomes. Where hey, I don't. I'm I'm result oriented. I don't care how you get it there. You know. Back across the field. The one throw, remember the drive that um, Pacheco fumbled on? The one throw that Pat made across the field to, to I think it was McCole Hardman, where he just gunned that thing about 40 yards in the air across his body.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) In, in, In the past, that would be a no, 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 oh, good throw. But you just... Yeah, Patrick got you know. Give it, give credit to Andy Reid for going. If you see it, throw it. Uh, I don't care. Go
0: ahead, <laughs> you know the freedom. No, nah, it was. Uh, I mean, you have. If you got a guy like that, you have to let him play free. Mm-hmm. You know, otherwise, what are we doing? Well, uh, how many times? The, some of the th-
1: how many times in the past that they, that they have have they been they've been coached out of quarterbacks? Guys got moved to receiver. Hint, hint, or defensive back Because they got a strong arm But they're not doing it the way It's conventionally supposed to be done
0: Yeah, no, I mean I think that's uh, It's much more what used to be than it is now Roger that uh, Because people accepted the fact that Oh yeah, mobile quarterbacks, black quarterbacks Dual threat quarterbacks is is the way to go Yep Um, And there's no doubt that that makes sense Um you know, the way that we've the way that we seen them play and perform. Patrick uh, Patrick makes you know, people back last. up.
1: He made, he made the defense so aware of his arm, you forget that he's dual threat, and he just kind of pulls it out when he's ready. You know, right, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and do it. Oh, I y'all forgot, that. right? I can run a little bit, you know. Since <laughs> the zone read on fourth and one, on fourth down, was, that was crazy. It's like, I, you know what I'm saying? I, I find myself forgetting that he can scoot a little bit. You know
0: no he just he just scoot when it when it's time to scoot yep uh he's an efficient scooter how about that i guess <laughs> uh but that's uh sounds like Patrick some senior Long. citizen stuff <laughs> that's the uh Kansas city chiefs twenty five twenty two overtime victors uh what is it three championships in the last five years four of the last five super Bowls they've been in there uh they are uh, the team of the uh they're the next dynasty. We'll see how many that they end up getting, uh, but uh, that's five plays that shaped the Super Bowl. Um, we talked about this a bit the other day, man, because Mike Zimmer deal is done.
1: Um, wait, wait, can I say? Can and, I say I'm gonna miss? I'm gonna miss five plays, man. I'm kind of bummed out. Though. I, I like five plays, though.
0: Don't 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 be bummed out.
1: Man. I missed it. That's some good shit right there, though, man. I like that, man.
0: I mean, we may bring it back for the Mavericks during the playoffs.
1: Oh, you do five plays for basketball?
0: I mean, you could do five plays for basketball. Okay,
1: then. All right, then.
0: Good. You know, we're only limited by our creativity. Roger that. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, we talked about this the other day. Mike Zimmer gets a job. And I told you, um, you know, that, that Rex Ryan was really trying to get this job.
1: Hell no. Called
0: his boy Mike McCarthy. And I just want to read y'all the quote from Rex Ryan. Because I read this quote. Because, you know, you hear Rex Ryan, okay. I mean, I know he's been out for a minute. But, okay, let me you know, I mean, Rex Ryan can't coach some defense. But then I heard this quote at his own mouth. This ain't something that a reporter said. This is, this is him talking. And here he goes. I've been out for seven years. I never called another head coach or anything like that. I called Mike McCarthy, and the reason I did is because I want to be on this stage. I want to be back on this stage if I'm going to get back into coaching. Of course, there's no bigger, uh, you know, I think with this roster the way it is, I think offensively, special teams and defense, I figured I could make it even a little bit of an upgrade, that they could be right here at the Super Bowl. That's why I was interested. No, you said it first. You just want the shine that comes from being a part of the Dallas Cowboys. That's your number one objective. Put some shine on Rex. Y'all think it's bad that Jerry outshadows the coach? Let Rex Ryan be here, man. Everything would be about Rex, man. He would just be putting on a show. Football would be secondary. Coaching would be secondary. It would all be about Rex. And uh, to me that could never fit with, uh, with McCarthy. Because McCarthy is fine at what he does, but McCarthy is not necessarily, McCarthy is, a, is more of a subdued guy when it comes to uh, personality. He's got some, but you know he's not Rex where it's all about me and it's all about my show and let me tell everybody how great I am on a regular basis. And uh, if he was the head coach, okay, you can live with that as an assistant coach, man. You don't want that, cause you gonna have. To, you think it's bad. You got to spend half your time reacting to what Jerry said. Now you got to react to what Jerry says, and you got to react to what Rex says. No, 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 no. No need for him in Dallas. He's an egomaniac, and it just is just not a good looking Dallas.
1: Well, his his first mistake was he called the wrong person. What are you call him? You should call Jerry if yeah, you want should. the job. Yeah, if you want the job, you should have called Jerry. Mike, like Mike ain't making that decision. Jerry making that. That's what I think. I don't know. You can do better than me, but I think that uh, Mike Zimmer's perfect because I'm well. I'm saying something, but I'm asking you at the same time. It seems to me like Mike is not the guy. Like Rex would be. Mike don't seem like it. Seems like when the press talk to Mike Zimmer, it's always. He's kind of always reluctant to talk. You know, like, it's almost like you got to pull them words out of him. You know what I mean? That's kind of the image that I get, like, probably from probably when you talk to him or text him and y'all report it, y'all just by yourself. But when he on that camera, it's like, I just want to get this shit over with, you know, and then get back to yeah, what he's I'm not doing.
0: A, he, yeah, he not a, uh, he's not an attention hound like Rex. Right. Like, he'll talk. Right. Uh, but he's not hes not actively out there seeking cameras and seeking attention yeah. and trying to yeah. take away from everything else but putting it all on him. Uh, but, I mean, it's like any quality coach, he got an ego. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, but I think with, uh, with him you get a guy who, and you've talked about this numerous times, who because of his flexibility and understanding defense and defensive schemes, he can match the personnel – and he can fit whatever he wants to do with the personnel that you got. Yeah. And make something and make it work. Uh, you know, and, and so when you talk about stopping to run, because that's the number one question how do you stop the run? Um, and he told me that stopping to run, now check this out. You can probably get down with this. This is what Zimmer told me about stopping the run. He said it's about a mentality, technique, and scheme yep and um, you know the mentality is about well what do you mean it's about mentality and I think what that is is driving home not just with talk but with word action and deed teams ain't running the ball on us they just not it's not something that happens we just not going to allow it to happen and if you don't have that same mentality then you can't play for me And and it becomes just that simple um, in terms of driving home the mentality. And then when you talk about technique, you know, football is the most technique game ever. Step with this foot. Why well, you got to step with that foot? Well, if you step with this foot, it allows you to do A, B, and C. Uh, you know, it, everything matters. Put your hands right here. Not five inches to the left or five centimeters to the left. Put your hands right here. So that, that allows you to do A, B, and C. And when you do all these things, that allows you to play perfect technique. And when you play perfect technique, you know, you're, you're, you're able to succeed more than you fail um, in this game of football. And so he's a technique expert. He does not yield on technique. Um, you know, and all of that, if you get the mentality right and get the technique right, and then you put the scheme with it, that allows you to be significantly better against the run than these Cowboys have been. And I think with this team, that gives you a shot.
1: So I think Dion would attest to he would attest to Mike Zimmer and technique. Because when he got here to Dallas, Mike 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 had him doing a lot of good stuff. You know, and I think they became friends, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Dion Dion's technique, uh, his technique was okay when he was other places. But when he got here he played hurt. He had a lot of hamstring stuff and different things going on. And that's where technique come in handy. See, you, when you're when you healthy, you can get away with playing bad technique. You can get away with that because you right. can recover so many ways. But when you start getting older or you start getting injured or you you know, you know start getting things that hamper your athletic ability, that's where technique come in right there. And I thought Deion yeah. Dion played through a lot of stuff when he was here. I don't think people really appreciate him. I don't mean to go on an exit ramp, but he played with a lot of injuries when he was here. And uh, he played well, too. But then, and a lot of that is Mike Zimmer with the technique, with a lot of technique and, and stuff. I think Dion credited him. That's why I got to give him a, a little praise because Dion credited him with teaching him a lot of stuff, and that's how I praise from Dion. Uh, uh,
0: yeah, it is, and you know the other thing Dion will tell you about Zim is Zim didn't treat him no different than he treated Kevin Smith, right, and no different than he treated the Lunders Bryce, right, a Lunders, Bryce. Like Lunders Bryce, Lunders Bryce.
1: What's that, Mississippi the State? Fact that
0: I am talking about, the Lunders. Yeah, him and – No, Mississippi, Ole
1: Miss. Miss. He was Ole Miss, I think. Anyway, I'm Uh, sorry.
0: You know, what I mean is he didn't play no favorites. Everybody got coached hard the same. Right. Uh, Everybody got got focused on the same. Right. You got to do it. You got to do it the right way. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's what's required. And um, if you can coach – I mean, and this is what I mean. If you can coach Deion hard, then I can coach everybody hard. Right, it's the same way you know. Popovich used to tell Tim Duncan, "Hey, got to be hard on you today, man. At practice, so be ready. Yeah, because I got to be hard on you, so I be hard on everybody else." And so we get back to the whole Michael conversation, um, you know. And there was there were some reports that came out, and I don't know these, but these were some reports that came out that uh, you know he didn't practice hard all the time. Uh, sometimes he, he took a uh, took a little time off in practice here and there. Well, that won't happen under Zimmer. He's going to hold everybody to the same standard of effort and, and practice, and that alone may uh, may make this a better defense. And so, yeah, he old school and he hard. Um, but, you know, I'm a firm believer in this, man. Uh, and, and it doesn't matter whether you're talking about the generation I grew up in, the generation my parents grew up in, the generation my son grew up in. And when people say, "Oh, you can't treat kids like this," you got to treat them a certain way. I, I beg to differ. If you treat them in a way where you're hard on them, um, you know, but they they can you can get them to understand why you're doing what you're doing. Um, I think all kids like discipline. Uh, I think all kids need discipline. It's just how you how you administer it. You think they uh, like to, it because. I think, well, maybe this. I think they learn to like it. Maybe they don't like it initially. But I think when you hold boundaries and standards to kids, uh, ultimately it makes them better. And they don't have to like it per se, but I think they can appreciate it. Let me clean up. And they let might me, not appreciate me, it when they're younger. Let me,
1: let me clean it. There you go. I was going to say clean it up because they don't like it when they they kids per se. But when they get older, they understand it. And they damn sure supposed yeah. to if they don't. Yeah, I agree with that. I was thinking, nah, them kids don't want you. They don't want to cut no grass, and they don't want to do nothing for their for their damn allowance if they got one. But once they go to work, and their work ain't nothing okay. to them. When they, you know it ain't nothing for them to do work when they actually get a job, they appreciate you taught their ass how to work. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with you. Right. Yeah, you 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 got to where I want you to get to on that. Yeah, I agree yeah, with you one hundred percent.
0: You know, and so I think coaching is the same way with players you know, because Michael Pires was like, you can't, and I get with him on some of this, but for me, it's a personality thing, meaning Michael was like, well, you know, because what, what did somebody say? Somebody said, uh, I can't remember what the circumstances, but Michael was basically saying, uh, you know, you can't talk to this generation of people the same way you used to talk You know, to another generation of kids because, you know, all that cussing people out and this and that, um, that don't work with this generation. And I'm not really opposed to what he said with that because I never believed in coaches cussing you out and all of that and trying to uh, dehumanize you and all of that in, in their way of making you tough. That whole Bobby Knight approach. I always thought that was B.S., uh, yeah, if you're putting your hands now, on
1: somebody And all of that stuff Yeah, yeah, Bobby Knight would have got his I ass whooped yeah.
0: yeah I mean, I just don't And this is just me Now, I had a boss like this And I, I referred to this boss I had a friend of mine who was trying to get a job at the morning news And I said, dog, you can't work here He said, what are you talking about? I, can do, I said, dog, it's not even about what you It's not about your talent And can you write and do all of that stuff I said, dog this culture here, man, I said, the dude running the show is like Bobby Knight, man, and you ain't going to be able to handle it. You're going to snap. did you say he was ex-military? A job. Was
1: he ex-military or something? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that.
0: And so, you know, and so uh, I was like, you just, it, this ain't the right fit for you, man. And, uh, you know, it's like even when I had my kids, oh, I yelled at them. Occasionally I cussed at them. But I was that dude that was always... Um, uh, you're not dumb. That was a dumb decision that you made. That was a dumb act that you made. You know, but you, you're never dumb. And, uh, you know, you can say, well, that's slight. But to me, it was always important. And then I was always an explainer. Like, here's why you're doing this. Here's why you got in trouble. Here's this. Now, you, we've talked about this twice. Now, the second time, the, I mean, this third time, there's not going to be any talking. It's just gonna be you know, it's just gonna be the circumstances that you fell into.
1: Oh, you got that number one Understand tool. Me. The number one tool in your belt is what? I don't know, what is it? That good old ass whooping. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that other stuff is great. But when we when we we we, we, uh, we, we grew up together as fathers, so hey, that number one thing was hey, if I gotta go to this, all that other stuff is moot. I tried to tell you like three times not right. to do that you know
0: well I used I mean we had a system like first time we talk about it, explain hey I don't like this behavior yeah. here's why yeah. second time is hey we've talked about this behavior and why I don't like it okay and <laughs> and here's the deal if I see this behavior again I'm gonna whip that ass no questions asked yeah then hey what's going to happen if you do this behavior again I'm going to get a spanking. Am I going to ask any questions? No. No. Okay. So are you going to do this again? No. Okay. Just so we clear. I just want to see one more time. What's going to happen if you do this behavior again? I'm going to get a spanking. Okay. So we good. Let's hug it out. Go go and get back to doing what you're doing. And for the most part, that was good. now Maybe six weeks later, you forget. Now I'm on your ass.
1: Yeah, my conversation went like, mine went like this right here. Look here, man. I'm trying to sit at this kitchen table, eat this church's chicken right here in these jalapeno. But no, you got to go do something to make me stop watching TV and doing what I like to do. (laughs) You know, well, I'm playing video games, eating this damn chicken. Now I got to stop and come. I gotta, I gotta do that part. I like being your daddy. I don't like the parenting where I gotta discipline you. And, you know, you get in trouble with your mama and then she called me on the road and I got to come home from the road and I got to whoop you. I don't like that. How about you do what you supposed to do and leave me out that mess? You know, it's like, man, would your mama tell you to do something or you need to do something? Do that because I don't want to do this. You don't want to get whooped and I don't want to whoop you, but it's going to get done. But let me say something about being a leader and yelling at people and a coach and all that. A lot of times, you Jimmy Johnson said I treat you equally different. A lot of times, you got to know who you're yelling at. Like, like, like Mike Zimmer can yell, and he might have not have to get in Micah Parsons' face, but you heard me, right? I'm over here yelling, and I'm talking, and as long as I don't address Jacques personally, Jacques ain't going to be offended. Jacques knows I'm yelling at him with everybody else. But if I go, hey, 58, what's your problem? You know, da, da 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 you know what yeah. I'm saying It's one of them things where you you can get the nuances the more you know the players the more you know who you can who you can jump on and who not to jump on and you can you can get That's your point across
0: That's good. Uh, I used to ask my dude that man I was just say uh cause I used to tell his coaches if they asked or if i if I saw how they ch- interacted I said you know he don't really mind all that that yelling and screaming and all that stuff, but he's a pleaser. And so you know, if you pat him on the back, you probably get even more than if you you scream and yell at him. But that's just me. Uh, but I used to ask him. I said, "What you think about that?" When coaches do, they go, oh, "I just listen to what they say. I don't pay attention to what they how they say." It. Yeah, said, different. Oh, it's, it's, different it's different. It's different stuff. With,
1: it's different stuff with different players. My my son didn't worry about that because he grew up with me. You know, so right. it's like you know, you ain't gonna yell at me like my dad is. So. You know, I'm like, man, they can't whoop you. Just do your job. You know, if you want to play, if you don't want to play, don't play. But if you want to play, learn, you know. And right, right. It's just right. one of them things where you set standards. I don't know. It's 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 it's, it's pretty crazy. But I think Zimra, I think Zimmer will do good. I think he's he going to be good for the defense. I think he's going to be good for Micah. He ain't trying to be nobody's buddy. He's trying to hold you to a standard. And uh, that old school oh, stuff yeah. is going to be good.
0: And uh, he is an old school coach. His daddy was a coach. He's a coach. Coaching is all he's ever known. It's all he's ever wanted to do. And uh, I think they will, like, I like Dan Quinn. I thought Dan Quinn was a good coach. I thought Dan Quinn did a lot of good things. Uh, And so I'm not not going to knock Dan Quinn. But I do think they will benefit from taking on the personality of Mike Zimmer. And I think that's what's going to happen.
1: Well, look what the Chiefs did in the Super Bowl. They got they was getting housed in the first in the first half, and to a man, that's the mentality stuff you're talking about. To a man, Spagnola got on them, and then them them defensive tackles, the defensive line for the Chiefs started wrecking shop in the second half, just driving the, right, you man. know on, on what it was on third and one, they jumped in the backfield and knocked over. I mean, it was everybody on that line, not just Chris Jones. I can't remember '69's number. I mean his name, but he was that boy was killing people, and, uh '56. Yeah, He's just a guy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He might be one of them guys. '69
0: is just a. He's just a guy who played probably the game of his life.
1: Well, he might get that stupid money because he owned a three-time Super Bowl team or something. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I think Mike Zimmer gonna be good, man. I'm, I'm, I'm getting what what Nui was talking about a couple of weeks ago. I'm getting that opioid feeling. You know. Yep. Get on my, that
0: hopium. Shoot it in your van. Yeah, hopium. There you go. And then go sit, in the, go sit in the corner and roll your eye back in the back of your <laughs> man, head. I
1: don't know nothing about that, dog. That's a little too graphic right there. <laughs> All right, All
0: right, let's go two. take a quick trip around, around the, block, the block. There you go. It's Valentine's Day coming up Wednesday. Now, if you participate in this commercial holiday, uh let me, let me let's just go around the room real quick. Do you participate in this commercial holiday? You
1: talking to me? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I,
0: yeah. Yeah, I I try what to What does your participation include? I mean, I, is it romantic dinner? Is it flowers? Is it candy? I mean, what's uh, what's your get what's your go-to?
1: I see. I'll be married thirty-three years this year. Hmm. I and, got that uh, over
0: two. Does that count?
1: You got what? <coughs> I did that over two. Does that count? Nah. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> nah. nah. Hell no. Nah. But, uh, uh. See, you throw me off. No, she can do, we can do whatever. I'm sorry. She, we can do, we, we can do whatever she want to do. If she don't want to do nothing, okay. If she wanted to go out to eat, okay. Because her birthday is the 12. So it's close. Right, right. So whatever she want to do, that's what we doing. It ain't, it ain't for me. It ain't for me. I could care less because okay. usually, you know, with somebody's been on the road for 25 years, I miss a lot of holidays. I really don't. And it, even when I was in the service, I miss a lot of holidays. So I really don't. It really don't matter to me. But whatever you want. And I get out of a lot of trouble by going whatever you want, whatever you want to do, what you want to uh, do for this day. And so right. that's my that's right. my go-to move right there. I don't know. Maybe that ain't as romantic wow. as me thinking of something or all. The, and you know what? I get in a lot of less trouble than right. her decide what she want.
0: Hey man, it's whatever works for you, though. It, wor- it uh, works. It works for me. Might not work for her whatever.
1: all the time. It works for me. Might not work for her all the time. But it damn sure work for me. So there uh, you
0: go. I, uh, well, I, I like to put. I like to give guys ideas because some guys really truly stress out for real about. Uh, you know, what to do for your girl, your wife, your significant other yeah. on uh, Valentine's Day. And, you know, it. Uh, I gave my son the same advice. And I'm not doing anything different uh, for y'all. Uh, and I told him, and I've done this many times, which is find out your girl's four, five, six favorite things. Uh, even if it's, uh, and these don't have to be expensive things. It could be her favorite chips or her favorite cookie or her favorite restaurant, you go get a gift card from there. Or, uh, you know, any of that kind of stuff, man, that she like. And you just put it in a little basket, man, with some crepe paper, and you good. Because what happens is, they, they tend to be really emotional about those types of gifts because it shows that you're paying attention to what they like. And if you don't know what they like, you know what they like to eat or what kind of snacks they like, you can go in the bathroom, man, and just look on the counter, and see what kind of lotion that they use and all that kind of stuff. Then just go out and buy a fresh bottle and put it in there. Um, if y'all share an Amazon account, you can look on Amazon and see what you've been ordering. And just order that and or go pick it up at the store. Uh, there's all kinds of things you can do like that that don't cost a lot of money. Uh, the sweetest thing a guy can do, really, truly, uh, is go get a card that's blank on the inside. And really just write your feelings out. Not the feelings that you tell the other fellas Uh, You know man She aight No What you really feel about it Just write it in the card Give it to her You yeah. yeah, do nothing else
1: Your attitude is stink But your booty is big And I love you That what you talking
0: about? Exactly
1: Oh hell
2: no It's time for you It (laughs)
0: worked Let me tell you you The go to Okay (laughs) This right here Is the go to Uh, Yeah This is the go to Alright I haven't done it in 20 years But it's the go-to mm-hmm. Let me tell you All you have to do It's just a tad more complicated now Just a tad But it's still very doable uh, You go to um, Go to the uh, Go to the uh, Target Walmart Wherever Go get a little pack of construction paper This is not a lot of work So don't be Don't don't get caught up like that It's a little bit of work And then um what you do is you take the construction paper, uh, get you a little hole puncher, a little three-ring hole puncher, all right? So that you can punch holes in it to make it like a three-ring binder. And then, listen carefully. Go to your computer and type in a uh, love is cartoon. You know, the two little naked people for you, for you guys of a certain age. Yeah. And you can go through, like, the, the one I just pulled up today says love is when his kisses make you tingle now they probably got about five or six hundred of these if not more you just print out the ones that you like you take a glue stick you put them on a the construction paper in the little holes you bind them with a little piece of yarn voila and make the ones that you pick appropriate to your relationship and I promise you she will hug and kiss you and give you some happy time and and she would not have even asked. She's
1: gonna say, "Where we going to eat?" Hey you better you can all, present it. You better know your girl. All that stuff. All basically. I I agree with whatever you say. I do. I I think that's a great idea. But well, you I'm, you better I'm, damn I'm, well I'm know your you girl. For you, you know, you you well, need yeah, to know man. your girl. Do she this like is, expensive stuff? Do she like little stuff?
0: Um, might be you might be deal. ass out. They are. They all like expensive stuff for the most part. They all like stuff. But in general, because I can only speak in generalities, most women are emotional creatures. When you speak to their emotions, because it's so hard for men to be emotional with women and be vulnerable like that, they typically melt because you've gone somewhere you don't typically go and you've shared your emotions and they typically enjoy that. Uh And that don't mean you can't go out to dinner. It just means that's just part of it. And again, if you do that, it's the time, but the cost is negligible. So, uh, you know, I'm into gifts that show feelings and show thoughtfulness. Uh, you know, you can buy a coach bag or a Gucci bag or, you know, some Jimmy Choo shoes or whatever. Whatever she get down with. Well, I, wrote, I, you, I wrote poetry, though. I wrote poetry, though. That's what I'm saying. Well, I'm saying poetry I don't know, is
1: good too. I don't know why you can't show your vulnerability, <laughs> but I wrote poetry. I think I'm gonna write. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna write one tomorrow. That's what I think I'm gonna do. I'm still good at you that. You just told us
0: one. What did you? You just said something about your big booty. No, that's out. no, that's not. That's
1: poetry. not poetry. That's bullshit. That's not poetry. No, I wrote poems. Oh, you got real poetry. Oh, from, to me, Harfield. Yeah, I wrote poems, for sure. And she still got some. Let's hear one, man. I uh, know. I don't. Hear, I don't. Let's I don't just hear a verse so. from one. I don't think so. Let's just hear a verse from one. It's called just a thing. A line, you man. know what it's called? It's called privacy. It's called none of your damn business. That's what it's called.
0: I don't know that you really wrote no poetry. Okay. I have I nothing you might to prove. Just be saying it. I have nothing to prove. Okay. That's fine if you want to take that approach. Okay. Well,
1: you can ask her when uh, we get out. When we get over here, you can call her and ask her.
0: I'm not finna call your wife, man. How hey, you mad at me?
1: Oh, really? You known me thirty I'm years. Not gonna do it. You man. know, see now you fronting. Stop playing. I
0: mean, you could put a. You could, oh, stop you playing. Can call stop me playing. No, and we stop. We could all be on speakerphone.
1: Stop playing. Anytime
0: I've ever talked to your to oh, your wife has been God. normally. It's been y'all have called me for some reason, and I normally I say. I, Mia said, what are you doing? I said, normally I'm just putting my Bible up, studying some Bible verses. Yeah. And uh, what can I do for you?
1: Yeah, hyperbole. That's typically
0: how it's going.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of hyperbole right uh, there. Have I not
0: typically said, I'm, I'm studying the Bible, I'm, I'm, I'm getting some Bible verses when y'all call? Typically, Man, that's what I've said. When have we called? Normally you have a question about something. When it has not been. It hasn't been recent. When have we well, called? Normally if you call me with her, you on the y'all in the car together. That's all. Okay. And so it so come out like that. Uh, yeah, so you normally you drive wor- somewhere. You went some around the world on. on that. Come back to the oh. light,
1: baby. Come back to the light. All no, right. I'm just saying.
0: Uh, before we get out of here, before we, so those, that's what I suggest for Valentine's oh, Day. We got now the do- easiest Valentine's Hold up, man. The okay. easiest Valentine's Day gift is what? Go to YouTube, look up the real Jacques Top, subscribe, like, leave a comment, and register for two tickets to see the Mavs on Valentine's Day night against Wimby, who had a I think he had a triple double with 10 blocks the other night. Number one pick of the draft. He's a freak show with his ability, and mm-hmm. you don't want to miss that. Uh that being said, you ready to move on to Shannon Sharp?
1: yeah i think i was just thinking about wimby man seven five yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah. can cross I mean, over and shoot the three like a like a point guard can block but, shots across uh, the uh, whole lane
1: uh, yeah but go ahead i'm sorry
0: but uh you know you you know shannon sharp been in the news quite a bit he had cat williams on about a month ago that thing has done 58 million views the interview he had then he had Monique on the other day. Uh, that drew some controversy from some things she, she said. Uh, he he was in a war of words with Mike Epps because uh, he said Mike Epps lied on him and tried to get on the show and then talked about him. Uh, but you seem to have a different take on Shannon Sharp and uh, all the uh, attention that Club Shay Shay is drawing.
1: Yeah, I think it's bad for the culture, man. You, you, you got people going on there airing each other out, you know, it used to be, uh, where comedians, we didn't even know they didn't like each other. We didn't even know they, we didn't even know they fought. All of this, the space that they have on his show to go air each other out is, is, is bad, man. It's just a bad look. Um, you interview Steve Harvey, you interview Cedric the entertainer, you interview Ricky Smiley, and they really don't say anything bad about each other, but then you bring cat on and you let cat eviscerate them. You let cat just eat them to death, you know, and it's like, bruh. I, I I learned something all the time from you guys in the media. You and Clarence especially when he's on and y'all start talking. When y'all said he let that interview get away from him, I didn't understand that until I saw the Monique interview and I realized that Shannon is not trying to corral them, you know what I'm saying? He's not trying to keep it, keep it. you know, 100. He letting them... Do whatever they want to do And is that what y'all meant
0: Yeah he's not challenging Anything that they say
1: Right okay
0: And so and so, when you're not challenged You know and his excuse And I like Shannon I, And I like the show And it's interesting how It's evolved But you know his is Well I didn't know they were lying And a lot of it you don't know uh, But sometimes when people say things You just have to challenge them You know Well, everybody's out to get me Okay, why is everyone out to get you? Why is it nobody else has had these issues Except you And then, you know, at a certain point You just have to accept the answer But, you know, that whole And and I go back to the most obvious Cat Williams saying Well, I read 3,000 books in a year Yeah Okay, Cat Put your phone out right quick, dog That's like 11 books a day Was these Dr. Seuss books? Yeah. And that's okay if, if that was the case. Or is this, you know, war and peace? You know, or something in between. Because ain't nobody reading ten books a day, dog. They you just not. And so that's what I mean by challenging people. And uh, you know, everybody um, everybody can be challenged, yeah. um you know, in a professional way because they're coming in your space because they trust you. Trust you. You know, it's like me and you, we can ask each other uncomfortable questions from time to time because, you know, you, you know that the other person only has your best interest at heart. So even if it's something you don't want to hear. Yeah. It's like, hey, man, I think you you've been doing this a lot lately. You OK? Yeah. What's up with you?
2: Yeah. It's right.
0: OK because you trust that person is looking out for you, even if you might not feel like having a conversation that they're trying to have. Right. But in Shannon, so that's why they come to talk to Shannon, because I can say what I want to say here. Yeah, it's safe space.
1: Yeah, but Monique Monique regurgitated all the stuff that that you know she just did regurgitated the stuff that she had before. And then a lot of stuff she was she aired out Kevin Hart. You know, that I hadn't heard that before. Why? Why is it necessary? And then I don't I just think Shannon it's bad that he's benefiting from all this dirt. And then he talking about fighting somebody. He he was at the damn Lakers game trying to fight uh, Stephen Adams from the damn uh, Grizzlies. Shannon got two hip replacements.
0: Well, he, got,
1: he got two hip. He, well, better he, got sit, he, better, he better sit his ass down somewhere what he better do.
0: Well, Mike Epps, well, you know, now Shannon has to realize this. You know, all the stuff Mike Epps said, he mad because Mike Epps said, I never called to be on this show, whatever he said. He's a comedian, man. What is it that comedians do when they tell stories? They exaggerate stories. They bend. It's no different than taking creative license with a book, with a movie when you when you basing it off a book. That's just what comedians do. And so um, I didn't find any malice in there. I did think it was funny that Mike uh, Mike Epps re- replied to Shannon because Shannon was like, "I'll pull up on you and see." Basically, yeah. you know, we'll see what you're really all about. And I thought it was funny, man. Mike S. was like, well, you can pull up, but I don't fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, he was like, I got this gun. I yeah. mean, he didn't say that, but clearly he was telling you, like, I don't fight. So if you pull up, you 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 got to be ready because I'm not going to do no fighting. 50-something, 50-something why, years
1: old, Tom. 50-something years old with two 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 artificial hips talking about pulling up on somebody. Man, please, go oh, sit down sometime. The fact
0: with man. Me. Huh? You know, that's that football alpha male coming out where you bigger. You've been used to being bigger and stronger than anybody in your whole life. Yeah, and so you trying to yeah. exert your physicality. Yeah, we call it so in I the hood. That. We call, yeah.
1: in the hood we call that wolf tickets. You selling them damn wolf tickets? You know, you right, cr- right, you right. crying wolf. Uh, Stop that, Shannon. That's what I'm saying. You know, that, so that, I that think is, uh, it's just bad, man. It's,
0: I think Shannon got a good space. He just got to figure out who he wants to be. In that space. Yeah. Because, you know, you'll get somebody, and because he's been a celebrity, and because now he's got a platform that's popping, you know, you're going to have a million people trying to get on there uh, so that they can, you know, make themselves big. You know, Mike Epps, he, he did all that and responded, why? You know, so I can drive tickets to my to my concert and my venue and yeah. all this other stuff and my Netflix special.
1: Well, Shannon does so good interviews. everybody em- coming on there... Is- he does good interviews. I mean, the Usher interview, the Chris Brown interview. And them guys didn't have no beef. It's just the damn rappers. It's the rappers and the actors that's having beef. You know. Well,
0: you know, they've been having beef forever. It's just now everybody got a platform. Yeah. And, yeah. and then I got to come on and defend myself. And so, I mean, you know, it's the... Uh, it's a chicken and egg
1: theory yeah before but, uh, we before we get we, out of here let me say this we can talk about this another time but I'm tired of the CD lamb and Michael Parsons podcast already you know how about right. we how we, about you know into
0: that th- we're getting we'll get into that Thursday
1: how man. about we do it and don't talk man. about it that's what I'm saying they need to do the, the, I don't want to hear what they got uh, to say I don't because they it's easy to put it uh, do something uh, do know. something before you say something that's all I'm saying
0: I mean, this is a, it's a different world, man.
1: It is, very much uh, so. You don't have to like it, but it's a different world. It is, very much and, uh, so.
0: And we'll talk about that Thursday. It's a, it's a good conversation to have. Um, remember, you can find a book, Coach Prime, Deion Sanders in the Making of Men. I spent the 2022 season with Dion in Jackson State. You want to hear why he's going to be successful in Colorado? You can read this book and find out. You can find it at barnesandnoble.com. Walmart.com, Amazon.com, wherever you find your books, you can find it. Hey, it's on Audible if you want to listen to the audio book. Get that done. Uh, you know, we always appreciate Granny Lodge. show doesn't happen without them. Smokey John's Barbecue. You know what? Um, I got to thinking about Smokey John's Barbecue and all the stuff that they do. That Jam Session Bowl. I hope some of y'all enjoyed the Big Game Pack this weekend. But the Jam Session Bowl with Smokey John's Barbecue... You know, now that the football season is over, we got to check with Joe's schedule. Because my schedule's a little freer now. And we may just go do the show out in uh, Crowley one day and just show up with the Jam Session Bowl. Now that I got a little time. And he got the perfect setup. I'm ashamed to show y'all his setup because you'd be like, why is his setup so much better than your setup when it comes to the podcast? But the uh, Jam Session Bowl, y'all know what it is. But I'm going to remind you just in case that's a mac and cheese a mashed potato base oh i gotta tell y'all something about the jam session bowl with your choice two out of five smoked meats all right it's delicious and then all the stuff you find on a loaded baked potatoes like cheese and chives and bacon bits butter they put all that on it and then man they drench it with sauce or they drizzle it with sauce and it's fantastic all right it really is uh, it's time. I haven't had one in uh, in a minute, so it's about that time for me. Uh, so we should probably really make this happen, dog. Since my schedule's a little freer uh, on Thursdays now. Uh, but that being said, if you need some Smoky Johns in your life sooner than that, you can go to the marketplace on SmokeyJohns.com and get the sauce or the rub. I had this rub on a burger the other day. Woo! Fantastic. It really is great. Uh, sauce, Matt McCarthy, Matt McClaren used to drink it straight out the bottle. Real talk, he did that. And then, uh, if you need it more immediately in your life, man, go to HEB. It's on the shelves. The rub is on the shelves. Like, you can walk in the store, grab it, pay for it, get back in your car, and depending on where you live, you can have Smokey John's at the crib in 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Just that simple. But, uh, you know, Smokey John's Barbecue, 1820 West Mockingbird. Get by there, try the jam session bowl. If you don't try anything else. It's on secret menu. So if you don't hear about it. If you don't see about it. You'll know. I told you that it's there. Trust me. All right. Uh, that being said. Till we chat again. You guys be blessed.